It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, As here with another video from Fantasy Football Scout. This is my team selection ahead of game week 11. I've got a bit of a pain in my neck, so if you see me doing that or wincing a bit, uh, that is why if you're listening to this audio, you won't probably have a clue, so don't worry about it. Uh, hope you're all doing well, hope your uh, weeks are going uh, fine. Obviously we've got lots of game weeks in quick succession coming, so transfer planning and making sure kind of your moves are, are planned out is, is really important. And obviously with all the injuries to Trent and James, it's not easy with the blank. You know, you might be really wanting to get Cancelo, but like you probably like me and decided whether it's worth it given they've got Liverpool and then and then a blank. So lots of kind of decisions uh, to make. Do check out Fantasy Football Scout. Obviously to help you with your transfer plans, do check out our transfer planner in the members area um, as well. So you can see how your team is going to shape up uh, across the, the different weeks. That's what I've been using. It is very useful. Uh, in this video, I'm just going to talk about my how my team set up, uh, my watch list of players that I'm looking at, and then kind of, you know, just, just kind of my plans for, for going forward. So let's get straight into it. Just before we do that, let's talk about Spitch. Uh, Spitch are a partner with Scout uh, this season. If you've never heard of Spitch, uh, it's a kind of a new fantasy football uh, game where you can compete against other people to win uh, cash prizes, uh, basically. Uh, there's a completely free-to-play game where there's £2,500 in the prize pool. If you think you've missed out, then you haven't. It's your best five game weeks across the whole season um, that counts. So it's a bit of a new way of, of doing it. Um, so, you know, it's not like FPL where you know, every kind of game week matters. It's just your kind of best five. Um, so do check it out. There's also a £5 um, to play version um, as well, uh, obviously with the with bigger kind of um, uh, prizes uh, too. Uh, if you're entering your own money, if you're playing in these kind of games, do be aware this is a form of gambling. So gambleaware.co.uk, um, 18 plus only, and obviously don't gamble anything that you can't afford to lose. It should be a bit of fun, a bit of something um, kind of on the side, not something that causes more stress and, and, and pain and then it's worth. Uh, Spitch really interesting though, um, the whole new points catalogue. So you earn loads of different points for different things. Players can earn hundreds of points um, in a game. Uh, think of it like the bonus point system in, in FPL, but played out in kind of uh, maximum points uh, so things like passes throw-ins corners taken having a shot on goal all this stuff counts um, positively 
And negatively, you know, if you, if a player miss, miss times a pass, commits a foul, these things are all kind of penalised. So what you get is a really kind of um, comprehensive and sophisticated scoring system. There's no captains as well in Spitch. So if you're not a fan of the captaincy, that would be something that you really enjoy. Um, and each week as well, you have a budget, but you can go over budget. So you can have, you know, the most expensive team imaginable, but... For every point you go over, over budget, you incur a points penalty. So you've got to decide whether it's kind of worth it. So lots of different kind of interesting things with Spitch that are different to kind of regular um, sort of fantasy football that you might be used to. Uh, there's a QR code on the screen. Just give that a, um, a screenshot if you're watching on your phone or uh, zap it with your phone quickly if you're watching on, on desktop. There's links in the description um, below. Yeah, and let us know what you think of it. Right, let's get into, I'll just quickly recap game week 10. It was a pretty painful game week for me. I mean, 58 points wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, I was making this big call between Ward and Henderson. You know, I say big call. Couldn't decide which one to kind of go for. In the end, I went for Ward. Uh, Henderson got two, Ward got one, so it made no difference. But yeah, Ward kind of, I got overexcited by his eight points the week before and he was rubbish again. So I don't think I'll be playing him uh, for the considerable future. Uh, then I had Trent with zero. Uh, James with one off the bench. Really disappointing. Uh, Trippier with seven. I mean, he's in 50% of teams. doesn't really matter anymore, but he is having an incredibly strong start. Uh, and then Gay uh, with one. Disappointed with him. I thought Palace would, would win that to nil and, and obviously Leeds scored. And then my attackers fared better. I mean, 11 for Foden, 12 for Martinelli, uh, 5 for Zaha, 1 for Madison, not so great. Uh, then Harlow with another goal uh, for 12 and then Kane with 7. So, yeah, 58 points, but I took a minus 4. But in reality, we've seen some much higher scores. Uh, it was Cancelo, obviously the player I didn't own, um, that I really kind of missed out on we're waiting to know what's going to happen with Mitrovic hopefully he's fit for Bournemouth I've obviously got to address the Trent and James um, problems I've got Emerson on the bench who I, I still maintain looked to be a really good option when he came in but now he's not in the team so he's not going to be someone who I can rely on either this week or uh, in 12 when the blank hits which is a shame um, although people with Neko Williams for example now in a probably a quite a similar boat given that, um, you know, Aurier uh, started <laughs> the last couple of games. Uh, so, yeah, not not great for the four million defenders with Patterson injured um, as well. So hopefully some of you are in a better situation than I am. I think if you've got two frees, um, even if you've got some of these players, you're, you're pretty much set. I've only got one, so it's a little bit kind of more, more difficult uh, for me. Let's have a look at some of the players I'm considering. Um, in defence... I mean, this is where it's really, really tricky to know who to kind of go for. I mean, look at my watch list. It's a pretty, well, I say dire. I mean, he's even on there. It's a pretty dire bunch. Uh, it's Castagne, Dallo, Creswell, Cancelo, Cucurella and Dyer. I mean, they're the ones that I'm kind of really looking at as, as my kind of replacements for uh, for Trent. Um, if we look at their non the XGI per 90, uh, Perisic is leading the way of defenders over the season so far with 0.35. I've talked multiple times about how, how that is pretty low uh, when you compare him to the likes of Trent last season, who was kind of 0.5, um, or James or, or you know Cancelo, who are kind of all around that. I mean, 0.35 is, is not where I expected Perisic to be. Um, on my list, Castagne is coming fairly strongly, 0.22. On here, uh, it's just lesser defence, isn't it? But he does have that kind of attacking potential and, and some decent fixtures. But if you've got Ward as well, it doesn't exactly inspire too much confidence. Uh, Dallar and Creswell tied on 0.14. Creswell, again, disappointing. He is on the set pieces. West Ham's defensive numbers are really good. But, 
you know, there's Zuma there as well, who, who's a little bit cheaper. Um, I want to see a bit more from from Creswell. He's on the he's on the watch list because I have been impressed by by West Ham defensively, um, but he's only got 20 points so far this season, and things just aren't really clicking at the moment. So I don't know if I'm going to go there. Particularly, he's got Liverpool kind of in 12. Now Cancelo is next. I mean, a lumpen XGI per 90 of 0.13 is ri- ridiculously low um, for him. Got the golden assist. Both from pretty low um, XG and XA sort of opportunities there. But he has got 61 points. He has made an incredible start to the season. His price has gone up to 7.3 now. I started with him. I dumped him for Diaz because I thought maybe Diaz could cover some of his points because the attacking numbers weren't there. Diaz is now kind of in this rotation with Akanji and other centre-backs. And Cancelo is just by far the, the standout choice. The question is, do you get him this week? I mean, if you if you don't own him, do you get him against Liverpool uh, away and then you've got a blank I reckon the kind of the spread of points in that Liverpool game is between two and ten for him probably um, looking at some of the other options like Cucurella, uh, Dyer, they don't have that attacking threat really um, and even someone like Creswell I mean you're probably only looking at, at four to twelve points you know two clean sheets will get you twelve four for the thing so you know you could save yourself a transfer if you think that Cancelo is a must which he probably is going from game week kind of 13 so i'm just trying to weigh up whether that having Cancelo and playing with 10 is makes it worth it i mean obviously if you if you get Cucurella and will die you've got a chance of a goal you've got the chance of something kind of happening and you're not going to get anything from Cancelo in game week 12 at all you know that so you are kind of buying a ticket um but you would in fe- effectively need four points really for that to kind of be worth it if you end up having to take a hit for Cancelo for example so I'm leaning towards, I'm not really a, a reserved kind of manager. I like to go for players who I think have got a bit more potential. I probably will go for Cucurella and hope he lines up at left wing back um, against Villa, given that he missed out in the Champions League. Uh, Dunk is another option. He's not on my watch list. I'm not really too enamoured with, with Brighton defenders, but over the next two, you know, it's, Brent, it's Brentford and then it's Forest. Could be a decent option. Um, but then I'd be moving him straight back out for Cancelo anyway. So I'm not really decided what I'm going to do, but it'd be, it will probably be um, trading out for one of these kind of uninspiring uh, defenders. Um, in midfield, uh, I've got Almiron in there now. Got to start taking him seriously. Uh, just 5.2 million, 44 points there uh, in midfield. I mean, that's more than Sterling, for example. He's been playing most games for Chelsea. It's the same points as Son. Who would have predicted that? More points than Bowen. It's an you know, incredible start to the season um, for him. And I can't really see any reason why that can't continue. He's being used in kind of a really attacking role for Newcastle. The fixtures are decent. They're scoring goals. Howe's got them playing in a really, really good way. So I think, you know, given that it's Everton at home, um, you know, in the blank, I think if you've got players who don't have a, a game, for example, and you want to target someone or shift funds around a little bit, I think Almeron is, is a really strong option um, for that week. You might see my dog just just kind of come in. Um, other other players here. I mean, Saka. I'm looking at you know 0.55 non-penalty XGI. That's really high, and he's got the penalties as well um, to kind of fall back on. So I do really like the look of him. I think particularly from after the blank, I'll be really considering getting in Saka. I think Kane might be leaving my side um, as I'll talk about in a sec um, with kind of Saka uh, or Jesus coming in to target kind of Arsenal's good run and to double up on their on their attack. Um, Anthony's on here as well. I put him in there kind of right at the start. I. Gotta be honest, I didn't think he would have lasted this long, but more and more impressive of him kind of each week. Um, his non-penalty XGI is 0.47, which is really high, uh, just below Trossard's over the season, for example, just above Son's of 0.46. Really, really strong start for him. United's fixtures still a bit of a mixed bag, but I think once they kind of 
lighten up a little bit, I think Anthony's going to be someone who um, I, I look to get. I think it's 7.6. He's, he's great value. Um, looking up top, you can see I've got Haaland there for kind of reference. Non-point XG up a 90 of 1.1. So high. Nuno's not far behind, though, over the season. 0.9. Gone down to 8.8. I tell you, if I didn't have these defensive issues, I would be getting Nunes. Um Probably not this week because they've got City, but definitely for, for that West Ham game. Uh, you know, Salah had a really strong game in the Champions League last night. Came off the bench, scored a hat-trick. Got to be the favourite now for the captaincy if, if you've got him. But I think Nunes, I've been impressed with him lately. I was impressed with him in, in their last game. Um, and, you know, against Arsenal. And even though they lost that game, he was making good runs. They were trying to get him the ball. Um, he looked sharp and fit uh, and strong. So and Nunes is that player who I think if you've got two transfers and you're relatively well set up, and you want to take a bit of a punt in game week 12, maybe you've got Jesus, for example, and you want to get in someone and, and hand them the captaincy, I'd like the Nunes shout. Um, I also like the Trossard captain, potentially. I also like the Wilson captaincy um, in that week as well. Uh, 0.86, 0.8 XGI for Wilson is really high uh, and, and just 7.3 million. So there are some interesting options, I think, for, for game week 12 when you're not going to be captaining Haaland um, because he hasn't got the game. Um, I've also added Skamaka. To this list, West Ham's starting to pick up a little bit now, starting to get some results. I think Skamaka is, a, is an excellent player, and I think we're going to start seeing the best of him. Uh, his non-pick XGI is, is low, one of the lowest kind of out of all the midfielders. Well, it is the lowest out of all the midfielders and forwards on this list, um, at just 0.28. But he does cost just 6.7. Um, we still don't really know what's going on with Mitrovic. I do wonder if maybe if Mitrovic is out, we might start seeing some people moving towards him or someone like Danny Welbeck uh, with 0.36. But I'd rather have Skamaka. Um, I think I think at six seven he could be a really really good differential um, for us in a time when we're looking to kind of find players to kind of get ahead um, of the crowd. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com So coming on to my team then, uh, here we are. This is how I'm set up uh, ahead of game week 11. As you can see, I've got Henderson in goal uh, with Ward on the bench. Uh, As you can see, I've got Henderson in goal with Ward on the bench. Well, Henderson is becoming a bit of an issue for me, conceding. You know, I kind of wanted Forrest to be, you know, having, uh, you know, conceding shots from outside the box because that's where you think your, your goalkeeper's going to make saves. But, you know, his expected goal prevented is really, really low. Um, he's not keeping Forrest in games. He's gone from at like, the start of the season to kind of like their saviour to almost being one of their weakest players. So, that really needs to dramatically turn around and I, I can't see it happening. I mean, he's got a two decent-ish games on the horizon, um, but then it's a really tough a tough run of fixtures. So I think I'm going to have to look to get rid of him. I think Kepper is the one that I'm looking at at 4-4, but 
with all the injuries, with the blank, with players like Cancelo that I want to get. You know, using a transfer on a goalkeeper wasn't really what I had in mind. So it is tricky, um, but yeah, he's he's got to be kind of red circled at the moment because I'm I'm just not happy with with what I'm getting from him. Not even getting the save points that I anticipated. Uh, Trent is also now an issue. I think he was an issue anyway, given you know his his form and the way he's playing. Um, but he's he's an easy sell. Obviously, the the obvious move is to do Trent to Cancelo. Cancelo is the one I want long term. But as I mentioned, I'm probably gonna have to go for one of these kind of weaker. Uh, defenders. Cucurella is currently leading the race, but it could end up being Dunk or Dyer. Oh, even just saying those names is, is pretty uh, depressing. Um, James, I've still got him green. I'm still happy with him. I think if, as long as he's back, you know, next week, they're talking about the United game. I was very, very surprised to see him dropped um, in their last match. You know, Potter made a whole host of changes ahead of that kind of Milan uh, game. So it just shows that his position in the team isn't completely uh, secure, but he's going to start the majority of games when he can. And we saw what he can what he can do in 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 the kind of the game before when he got the goal and the assist and the clean sheet. So I'm I'm not panicking on him yet. He won't be a player that I'm looking to sell um, unless we start seeing even more rotation from him. But I can understand why people are getting frustrated with him because he's just not delivering um, any points. Trippier, yeah, I mean, what can you say? He's he's been absolutely incredible. You know, a, a rare for a, you know a, a bandwagon like Trippier. Um, to actually deliver week in, week out. His BPS is so high, he's getting assists. Um, he's still got the set priest threat. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's just an absolutely brilliant player um, and underpriced at, at 5 million um, when he started, which I think everyone kind of knew. Um, he'll probably come in at 6 uh, next year. It'll give people a, a bit of a decision um, to make. Uh, Foden's fine, no problems with him. Got a really good record against Liverpool as well. Uh, he's, he's one of those players that's quite nice because I think he's still flying under the radar a little bit, a bit like Cancelo um, was for me, difficult to get to. Um, people aren't going to be going for Foden because they're going to be worried about that Liverpool game in the, in the blank. He's going to be really, really popular uh, in, in game week uh, 13 uh, when City have a really good run. So I'm just going to kind of enjoy him as a bit of a differential while I can. I think people with De Bruyne as well might be looking at, at moving to Foden to free up some funds, uh, which I don't mind um, at all. Uh, Madison, disappointing blank for him, but Leicester again, really, really poor. They can have a really tough time against Palace. I'm not expecting, you know, lots of points in this in this game, but he's still the kind of driving force um, of that side. Set pieces, corners, scoring open play goals, doing everything you kind of want. So, you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm not panicking with him, but I don't think this is the best kind of game uh, for him. What I do really like though is uh, is Zaha this week. Um, I really like the look of, of Palace against Leicester. I think you know Evans is is complaining about tightness in his calf. Um, they've got defensive issues as well. You know, if, if if Palace can score a goal, I think Leicester are just going to crumble. And the trickery of players like Zaha, Eze, Elise, you know, the physical presence of, of Edouard, I think this could be there could be goals in this for Palace. I'm expecting two or three goals um, and Zaha to be heavily involved and he's on the penalties um, as well. So e- easy hold for me. And then Marcelli completes my four. I mean, I'm really happy with these with these four. Um, it's, it's rare, you know. A lot of the time, I've got a player kind of in my forward line or my midfield that I don't really like. But obviously, Marcelli's been superb against Leeds. I think he's a potential captain option if you are thinking of, of going against Haaland um, this week. I can see them getting some joy um, down that left hand side uh, against Leeds, and yeah, absolutely fantastic against Liverpool. So, you know, I think people might be looking to sell him. But obviously, if you bought him at six and you're you know you're going to be selling him at 6364 then you've got to pay another 0.3.4 to get him back and you're going to probably have to use transfers and hits and stuff um I think he's probably quite an easy an easy hold I think him and Haaland are the kind of the easiest holds um if you've got them given that you know the the value tied up I mean a lot of, I'm I am seeing people selling Haaland um you know ahead of two difficult like difficult well a difficult looking game on paper against Liverpool you know they've been struggling defensively um and then this game 
uh, and this blank game. But yeah, it's not for me. He's he's not going anywhere. I just don't want to have the headache of, of trying to get him in when there's probably going to be more injuries and stuff um, like we've already seen, especially with midweek games and players tired and fatigue. You want to kind of keep those transfers back um, as much as you can. So yeah, Haaland, easy easy hold for me. Uh, Mitrovic as well. I mean, he's he's, a, he's an easy hold if he's fit. Obviously, if he's not, we might have to start considering moving him on. The fixtures are really nice um, for Fulham. I mean, if he hasn't trained again this week and we'll know tomorrow, you've got to think he's going to be a doubt for the game uh, next week. Um, as well and then that's two games and then you think well maybe I could be moving him for a Skamaka um, or someone else so that press conference tomorrow uh, we thought he was going to be back and, and ready for this game but we're not 100% sure this is a vital game though they're going to be doing everything they can to get him fit for this if he's not fit for this one I think he might be even be a sell because he's obviously not not right and not fit so yeah let's um Let's wait and see for the team news yesterday. Neil and I will be doing that uh, tomorrow and we'll kind of see what they say about Mitrovic. But yeah, hold if he's fit. Obviously, a, a, a big decision to be made if, if he's not. Um, and then I've got Kane here as well. I mean, Kane is an easy hold for me this week against Everton. And obviously, he's got the game in 12. I think this green might change to an orange pretty soon. Um, I might be looking at freeing up some funds from him, moving to five in midfield. Uh, you know, maybe grabbing a Saka, maybe grabbing another 8 million mid, like a Bowen um, or someone else, or maybe Anthony, like I talked about earlier. Um, and then, you know, because if I go for Jesus, for example, it gives me 4 million to play with and then an upgrade from, from Pereira. Uh, so, you know, that is kind of really um, tempting um, to kind of do. Um, that would massively stack me out, though. It'd be hard to know who to bench kind of each week, but it, it would mean that my team is looking pretty strong, especially if Mitrovic is, is injured. I can move Mitrovic down to a, a cheaper striker, like a Solanke. Uh, for example, we've been quite critical of, but could serve as a decent bench option uh, kind of going forward. Um, so that's it, pretty much. Um, my plans are, like I've said a few times, Trent to a defender, uh, one free transfer, 0.3 million in the bank. Let me know in the comments what you think of my team, if there's any glaring transfers that you think I should be considering that I haven't um, thought about. Um, in game week 12, I'll be rolling um, you know, with, with kind of 10 men, probably. I, I don't think I'll be using a transfer to upgrade Emerson to anyone. I might just hope that he can kind of get some minutes. Um, so it might even be me, me playing with 10 um, in that week and then when it comes to 11 I'll be bringing Cancelo sort of straight back in um, no matter how I have to do it I, I definitely will be so that's my kind of midterm uh, thinking uh, yeah let me know what you're thinking let me know what you think of my plan um, and I will catch up with you all very soon